Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's so hard to say goodbye to The defense, to be able to play that the way that they played today with, I think we all know the stats, uh, to hold somebody to, you know, negative passing was great. You get the, the two uh, takeaways and, and two touchdowns, it's 14 to nothing. It's Hogan Johns. Starts off with the very first play. Here they come, football is loose. Bears recover inside the 10. You know, and then for the offense to score. Here they give is taken by Montgomery. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Hogue. Perfection. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. You're incredible. The turnovers really jumped out. It's deflected and picked off. It's Deshaun Gibson. Blending football is loose. Who's got it? And Chicago has recovered. That defense just really balled out. They, they played hard. It's The Adams. The Adams converge. Hogan Johns. That's what we're here for, guys, to win. What's up? Welcome in. Last game in Soldier Field. For the season, first one of 2022. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. And uh, the Bears win relatively Big easy. win, huh? They had this thing done within eight seconds. <laughs> they did for Mike Lennon. Um, ooh, ooh, where should I say, ooh, Mike Lennon. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, good way to start the new year. Good for this defense to be resilient, but what's really left to say about this team? But, you know, winning is better than losing, Adam. Yes, uh, and I do actually agree with Matt Nagy. He's, you know, he's, he's trying to sell it a little bit yeah. and, and making sure people realize how much this team has not quit on him. I think that's accurate and fair and fine, um, but I think we still understand what's probably coming. Um, I couldn't help but notice Andy Dalton was down here on the field below us. If you're watching on YouTube um, earlier, taking pictures with his family, probably his last game here in Soldier Field as a Bear, you would have to think. But, I hope uh, we do this long enough for me to even see the Nagy's come out. Interesting. You think so? Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't think I've seen them take pictures together in a, in a while on the, uh, the field, but yeah, could happen. Well, um, it was an emotional day here at Soldier Field. Uh, I know a tough day for us. Uh, we just had a nice toast in the press box, which was nice. A nice touch from John Greenberg from the Athletic, uh, bringing in some of Jeff Dickerson's favorite wine. Prisoner. Prisoner. So um, that was that was a nice little moment. I gotta. You know, actually, I was doing okay all day, and then it got a little emotional there at the end. And I'm like, all right, I got to regroup again. It was good to have a football game today, quite frankly, uh, to talk about and watch, even if it was the uh, Ryan Pace Bowl between Mike Glennon and Andy Dalton. I could not help but think, is this game played out with some of its just hilarious moments where Sean Hockley is, like, yelling at the fans, like, JD would have been laughing, yes. like with us. Like there are certain moments, like you 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 look over and he'd be just incredulous. Like this is happening. We're here, and yeah. this game had well, Sean Hockley, this game had so had, had so many of these moments. Sean Hockley was like literally yelling at the fans at one point, <laughs> like trying to explain the rules of why a play wasn't reviewable, and he's he got like, very stern, like a, clearly frustrated. He, he did his best to like keep his composure, but he was clearly 
annoyed. In, inside, he was losing it. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, JD would be losing it right now uh, as well here in the press box. So uh, nice to have some levity. And, uh, and honestly, good just to have a football game. Today's a little bit of a distraction. So um, we'll talk about I mean, I think the biggest story is Robert Quinn. What a season this guy has had. Outstanding. Uh, we certainly did not see it coming after what we saw last year. But, you know, a good reminder. And he, even he pointed it out after the game. Some of his teammates pointed it out. Like, this is a guy that was diagnosed with a brain tumor when he was 17 years old. So uh, he's fought through a lot of stuff in his life. And so if anybody was going to fight through a bad season from last year and come back with the way he has, it's a it's a pretty cool story in what has otherwise been a forgettable season for Scott. Yeah, and Mike Lennon, for as bad as he was, made him earn it. <laughs> made him earn it. When, again, another one of those moments of hilarity where Mike Lennon appears to be sacked. Usually, like, whistles are blown, everybody's breaking it up, and there's there he is pitching the ball away and, you know, negating Robert Quinn's yeah. first sack of the game. Potential I, first sack. I also thought, it, I don't know if fitting, so I couldn't even think of the right word. Uh, you tell me, but, like, just the fact that, like, a year ago we were comparing Robert Quinn's contract to Mike Glennon's contract is, like, the two worst under Ryan Pace. So yeah. for it to come against Mike Glennon, again, I don't know if that's fitting. I don't know if, like, I don't know how to describe it really, but it's at least interesting. If you break a record held by an 85 bear, the sack man, it's Richard Dent's nickname, the Sackman. If you yeah. sack the Sackman's record, that's something special. For as bad as this season is, for him to have that after what happened last year and just for who he is, by all accounts, great guy. On and off the field, somebody you want in your locker room. It's a good story. Robert Quinn said he talked to Richard Dent yesterday, um, and Richard Dent was sure to remind him that he got his 17 and a half sacks with only 10 starts. Yes. He did play 16 games all that season. It was just he was still young in his career and coming up, so he had 10, start, uh, 10 starts that season. So nice uh, yeah, little Yeah, and Mr. Dent, it also helps to play next to Dan Hampton, Steve Mongo, McMichael, Wilbur Marshall. And just, you know, give Robert Quinn his due. Yes, uh, a little bit different here. Not quite the same uh, front overall. But uh, nonetheless... Really impressive by Robert Quinn, especially considering he's like really took off after Khalil Mack went out. I mean, that's part of why this is so impressive. I also like Matt Nagy calling timeout. I don't know if the Giants were necessarily rushing, but it, it just sure seemed like the pl- next play was coming pretty quick. And yeah. so Nagy just banged the timeout there. It's nice when you're winning twenty nine to three, you can waste a timeout like that. Uh, it wasn't a waste. It was just a, it was a good use of a timeout, quite frankly, just Absolutely. to allow the crowd here, uh, which was limited with the weather and, and everything and the Bears' record, but it was still a nice crowd here, and they gave Robert Quinn the recognition it, 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 he deserved. It's a, it's a great way to recognize arguably your best player the entire season. Someone who didn't give up on you, someone who didn't give up on your team, someone who didn't give up on himself, and goes out and breaks a historical record held, again, by an 85 Bear. Good for Matt Nagy. Yeah, I, I thought that was a good moment, and uh, good job by Matt Nagy, who... Matt Nagy's having a good week, actually. <laughs> you know, he's uh, he, he's handled the... Uh, I know I know. we both thank him, and we all do as uh, media members, of just the, the way that he's uh, treated Jeff Dickerson's situation... Um, for actually a couple weeks now even. Um, but then he donated $7,600 to, to the Parker Fund, um, that number specific because of the story he told earlier in the week, which was that Jeff Dickerson, um, J.D. predicted that the Bears were going to draft Tevin Jenkins, and that ended up coming true. And, of course, Tevin Jenkins wears number 76. So nice little gesture there from yeah. Matt Nagy and his family. Um, to contribute, and uh, then you add in the Robert Quinn stuff today, and yeah, he's had a yeah. Good week. Now, I mean, 
Tevin Jenkins didn't play today, but that's okay. That's, oh, yeah. that's, well, that's, 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 that's another conversation for another well, day. Well, he did but finally yes, at the end. He did, yes. Yeah. Yes, but that's uh, something for another day, maybe for a different regime. But yes, Matt Nagy, well, if this is it, Matt Nagy's going out with class. Another thing JD would have been talking about in the press box today. Why isn't Tevin Jenkins yeah. in the game? <laughs> It's like, yes. yeah, nice, uh, you know, the guy I predicted you would draft. Come on, put him in. Mm-hmm. What the heck? What the <laughs> uh, heck? Yeah, so I don't, I, that was bothering me too. I'm like, it, actually, let me, I was willing to buy the argument that Jason Peters should start. Yeah. Play. He's been your best lineman all season. If he's healthy, healthy, I actually do. I'm cool with like the idea that he's earned it. I, even though these games are, I also see the other side of that too. If you want to come out and be like, no, Tevin Jenkins, you know, the, deserves the playing time or should get the playing time just because they need to develop them. I'm here to listen to that as well, but I can understand it. What I didn't understand was you're midway through the third quarter. The game's over. It's a blowout. Thank you, Jason Peters, for everything you've done this season. Yeah. You could start again next week in Minnesota, but let's put Tevin Jenkins in the game and see what he can do. I, I saw it a few ways. Let's not forget that Tevin Jenkins, he is a shoulder problem, had a shoulder problem, but right? But he practiced in full. Yeah, 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 but then that's like they're really practicing anymore. Yeah, yeah, true, right? Like, But at, at the same true. time, Matt Nagy's message there, like he did another veteran good. It's like calling a timeout for Robert Quinn. He's extremely thankful for Jason Peters. Even the stuff that Jason Peters has provided – Larry Borm and Tevin Jenkins off the field. Like some invaluable life experiences, like learning how to be a professional football player they got from uh, Jason Peters. So he's doing another veteran right. That's the way I viewed what he said. Yeah. No, and, um, you know, you could debate whether or not he really should be doing, you know, doing the stuff for the veterans over the developmental rookies. But you know what? These are, quite frankly, the types of things that happen in the NFL when you're sort of in this. Yeah. And that stuff, like, like, just to further that conversation, that stuff carries weight, you know, with other teams. And when players are talking about which organizations to join, we both believe Matt Nagy's down to one more game. Mm-hmm. But maybe he gets another chance. He'll get another job in this league. I know some people watching or listening may disagree with me, but I 100% believe he'll get another chance somewhere. Maybe not as a head coach right away, but he'll get another chance as a quarterback's coach, some type of advisor. I mean, these guys go around and find jobs. There's still people who respect Matt Nagy, Andy Reid. Doug Peterson, wherever he lands, there's people that will like Matt Nagy being on their staff. He'll probably be Alabama's offense coordinator in like two years. <laughs> yeah, right. Only at Alabama <laughs> do you have like NFL minds that come through there every other year yeah. to run your offense. I mean, look at Mel Tucker now. You know, uh, I can see Nagy being a good Nagy, college Are you coach. telling me it wasn't a coaching problem but a personnel problem with those defenses in 2013, 2014? Yes, mm-hmm. I am. But it was really bad. All I know is it was really bad. Oh, the memories. <laughs> the memories. Um, so, you know, I, I did feel like the Bears were going to win this game. Yeah. We didn't do the predictions the other day um, with, our, with our big, long uh, JD episode, and I pre- thank you. We both appreciate all the comments um, and all the feedback on that. So thank you for everyone um, for kind of understanding the situation. And it didn't really seem – not only did it not seem appropriate to preview this game, really, I didn't really want to. <laughs> so uh, actually, JD would have mocked us. Yes, for going into the great te- going into great yeah. detail or breaking down what Mike Glennon can actually do against the Bears defense. But that being said, I really did not see how the Giants were going to be able to score points today. No, no. Um, and they're just <laughs> that bad. Negative ten net passing yards. Though. I just liked how eventually they just, they just stopped passing. <laughs> They but came out in early. five wide, like empty set, right? And then, like, he gets sacked, stripped. Okay, we're done passing. They're like, wait a minute, that was a bad idea. We <laughs> no, probably should not no. have called the empty set on the first play. Like, Mike Glennon was bad. Like, I don't want to. Th- 
I'm, I'm like piling on the guy. Like Mike Glennon was bad for the Bears in those four starts, but not that bad. Like I don't know what's going on with the Giants. He was pretty bad, though. It was bad. It was pretty bad for the Bears, but not that I, bad. I said this on the pregame show this morning. You know, Ryan Pace gets killed for the $18 million that he gave Mike Lennon. I still think it's worse that the Arizona Cardinals gave him $5 million after, after that, what he yeah, did yeah. with the yep. Bears. You uh, know, and he's still in the league. <laughs> Which, with well, all due respect, quarterbacks have like nine lives. Right, and I could see him being fine in a quarterback room and being like an okay third stringer. I don't want to back up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Harry, the Bears have played him twice in two years now. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be on the Giants again next year, but uh, they do play They do play in New York next season. I had this. Let's see if I can remember what I wrote in my column. So if you're reading this, correct me if I'm wrong. But this was like the Bears quarterback life coming like full circle, right? You had Mike Lennon playing against Andy Dalton, who was signed to replaced Nick Foles, who replaced Mitch Trubisky, who replaced Mike Lennon, who replaced Jay Cutler, who just happened to be in the building today to watch Mike Lennon versus Andy Dalton. Like, think about that. That's right. That's wild. That's absolutely wild. I wonder what what Cutler was thinking sitting here today, (laughs) watching this. Yeah. Like, oh, I could have played it. Good thing Phil donated me 50, donated, (laughs) donated, gave me 54 million bucks, Uh, guaranteed. It's also my column. Whoa, Phil Emery's contract for Jay Cutler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because Cuddy was here? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I was, uh, I was I was walking down to do my radio hit, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. That's, Your hair looking good? That was Jay Cutler. Did he I think the, he had a hat on. The throwback starter? Okay. I think he had a hat on, and then he had um he had some type of starter-like jacket. It said Bears on the back. Okay. It was like a, le- le- um, like a Letterman's jacket. Okay. Yeah. Type deal. I was like, whoa, okay. Good for him. I think he had his kids with them. Um, so cool. I mean, it's good. New Year's in Chicago. Yeah. Um, I don't have much else to talk about with this game. No, quite frankly. no. The offense much, yeah. uh, still not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we should talk about the uh, uh, my favorite play, and then the play that might cost me a fantasy <laughs> championship. Well, so, what was your favorite play? Because so, I thought that would be it. Well, anytime you want you you want to put a nose tackle in a full. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. all for it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Give, it, took out two guys, and then and then I don't know if Mooney gave away some future plays, but he said that Tonga used to actually carry the ball at BYU. So like I don't know if there's more you know there's more wrinkles in there where he might get the handoff. One more week to find out, I guess. Yes, um, I love seeing the fullback, especially because it was so fast. It was the second play of the game. It's like oh Tonga's in on offense, and they uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say this: some of it reminded me of like the. It, was, it reminded me of the 2018 Bears, like Matt Nagy's best season, right? Where yeah. the defense is creating all these crazy turnovers. Um, you got nose tackles playing, you know, like yeah. leading, being your leading blocker. You have a trick play at the end. It felt straight out of 2018. So that had to feel good for Matt Nagy. Yeah. And then there was the <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. wildcat <laughs> jump pass, which I'm not bringing this up to take any credit. I'm just pointing out how predictable it was. Didn't you think he was yes, passing before yeah, oh, the play? Yeah, yeah. And, like but, I could tell they're a wildcat. I'm like, they've been setting this up all season. I know there's a pass in here somewhere in this all the wildcat they've been using. It's fourth and four. They're only going for this to like make some kind of like exclamation or just to have fun. Something wild. There, there's no way they were gonna go for it there and just run the ball up the gut right, for right. four yards. They like, emptied the backfield. And- he was trying to empty the playbook. 
And so I'm like, they're throwing the ball here. Now, it still looked like it worked. <laughs> it was open. Montgomery was... just needed to make the pass. Good explanation, though, from Mooney after the game. They had been practicing that play at the two-yard line, at the goal line, all week. And because this was, like, farther back, Montgomery has been... I kind of understand what he was saying. Like, he, with the end zone there... You're thinking it's just like a little loft, like a five-yard pass. No, you need a little bit more. And and, and so just the place on the field where they ran it, I think probably extended the route a little bit more than it it would have been had it been run at the goal line. And and so maybe that's why he underthrew it. Regardless, uh, what in my fantasy league would have been four points, uh, it was minus two for the interception. That's a six-point swing. And I may end up losing my fantasy championship game on that play. So, um, I will not be writing a column about how Matt Nagy should get an extension. <laughs> how much money? <laughs> I don't know. Good You're not going to say, okay, don't worry about it. Uh, it's a few hundred bucks at oh. least. Mm. Yeah. It stinks. So, <laughs> that stinks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I might. St- I had uh, Jamar Chase. He had like 57,000 points. Yeah, today. the Bengals won. But I might still lose, so that hurts. Hey, you just got to be honest sometimes. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, all right. Well, at least there was some fun gimmick, gimmickry. To it, I, it was a fun game that felt like 2018. I, and I, good for the Bears. I don't know what's going on with Allen Robinson, though. What do you mean? I thought he played all right. You think so? I thought one the of The dude lost 10 pounds for COVID. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I don't... I don't like, the interception didn't seem like he didn't run his route. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, know. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that doesn't really matter anymore. Um, any other final no. thoughts? No. No, it was good. Again, I think the my favorite part of the day was the toast for JD. Yeah, it's not often you get to drink wine in NFL press box anymore. So to do it here at Soldier Field, to see his spot nicely adorned, decorated, gonna miss him. Yeah, cl- um, class stuff from the Bears all the way around. I know we appreciate it. They had uh, you can see it on our Twitter accounts. They had um, his press box seat reserved and uh, some pictures up and. Just a nice note there as well. 
Um, and then I heard it was your idea to put the wine bottle next to it. That was smart. I did. Yeah. yeah that was so then he yeah. loved the prisoner, which that was the first time I've actually tried it because I'm not much of a wine drinker. I've um, had a few bottles of prisoner with JD. And um, you hooked? Pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's darn good. Yeah. Um, and so it was in uh, John Greenberg and I think Brandon, Brandon Faber. Brandon Faber of the Bears. Yeah. Put they, it together. Yeah. So thank they, you guys. Yeah. So uh, we were able to have a little toast after the game. And, um, it was nice. It's been uh, a tough day. Been a tough week. Um, but again, I have to say it was kind of nice to have some football yep. too. And um, so I think we'll be back on Wednesday. Yes, there will not be an episode Tuesday because of JD's services. Um, Wednesday we will be back, and then one more game. Last week, and then we... <laughs> Where else? Minnesota, again. Um, it's Mike North, everyone else who handles the NFL scheduling. Love Minnesota, one of my favorite places. A lot better in September than January. Just throwing that out there. But, uh, yeah, this time it's week 18, so even farther into January. <laughs> uh, we will be in Minnesota. Colder. And the season will end. And then... We'll probably have another head coach fire. We're also used to that happening after being in Minnesota, rushing back, and then the whole deal. And then we'll be in a coaching search. It's almost like the whole thing's on repeat all the time. I don't, I can't else, I can't explain it. It was cool that one time though they made the playoffs. That actually, was, they did it twice. I don't even count. Do you forget? I, I forget all the time that that was actually yeah. a playoff. Yeah, it was game. last year. Yeah, it was last year. But didn't it not even feel like a playoff game? Well, you get the. It felt like it felt like week eighteen. Playing the Saints? Yeah. Eight and eight? Maybe that's why they created the... Yeah. Nah, I'm done joking around. All right, we're out of here. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Check out the uh, JD shirts, sweatshirts that are yeah, on obvioshirts.com. Of course, all of our stuff's there too, but uh, right now, the uh, JD sweatshirts, um, they are up, and uh, now 100% of the proceeds going towards Parker's Fund and... I have to just throw out a shout out to Joe from Obvious Shirts. Like, when, when it's 100%, they still have to pack and file all those orders and, and get all those orders out. Like, it's a lot of work. So, for a business, like, it's a considerable um, donation uh, by Obvious Shirts and great people there. And so, I know I appreciate it. And I, I, I know we all do. So, and they're awesome sweatshirts. Yeah. Like the guys were wearing it on the football after show on NBC Sports Chicago. Pat O'Donnell and Patrick Scales, I think, showed up to the game today with them, um, which was cool. So it's uh, on top of it, it's a great shirt, a great sweatshirt, too, for a great cause. So uh, make sure you check those out, obviousshirts.com. We're on YouTube, um, where you could be watching this as uh, we say goodbye to Soldier, Soldier Field, Field for this season. And um, I don't know what it'll be here next year, but we'll be back more football of some kind hopefully Justin Fields is playing more <laughs> maybe he'll play next week against the Vikings <laughs> I don't know third quarterback in three weeks yeah. check it out uh, his stuff's on The Athletic theathletic.com slash Hogan Johnson NBCSportsChicago.com see ya anyway uh, who cares